Welcome to Shepherd's Gate, a podcast sponsored by Mount St. Mary Seminary in Emmitsburg, Maryland. Shepherd's Gate seeks to evangelize the world by informing and inspiring its listeners with the words and works of those who carry out the mission of priestly formation in one of the oldest and largest Catholic seminaries in the country. Join us as we present enthusiastic content to help you know how priests are being formed today and how you can live your faith better. This is Monsignor Andrew Baker, Rector of Mount St. Mary Seminary. Welcome to another edition of Shepherd's Gate, a seminary podcast. Today we have two very special guests with me in person. Uh, The last number of uh, podcasts, as you might remember, have been interviews with seminarians from all over the country, but all of them have been by phone because we were remotely delivering formation all over the country. Um, But today... Now that we've finished our semester, we have an opportunity to talk to the two seminarians who represented all of the seminarians here at the Mount, staying here at the Mount and finishing their their studies and their formation remotely, but um, being with us here in our Mount community. So let me just give uh, them an opportunity to say hello and introduce themselves. Hi everyone, my name is Jacob George. I am a seminarian for the Apostolic Vicariate of Southern Arabia and the Community of Grace. Uh, I just finished uh, Second Theology. Hello everyone, my name is Joel Philip. I am also from the Apostolic Vicariate of Southern Arabia and the Community of Grace. I've just completed First Pre-Theology. All right, well, um, I've always asked the uh, seminarians when I first interview them is, um, what's your living condition like? Now, um, I want you to be honest, but be nice. Uh, <laughs> Jacob and Joel have been uh, with us uh, here at the seminary. So what has that been like, especially without having your confreres here? Yeah, well, as far as the living condition uh, is concerned, we, at least for me, uh, it's been exactly the same. I'm staying in the same room. Uh, I uh, go to the same uh, chapel in the morning and uh, yeah but fourth floor McSweeney has no one else in it this is true so yeah the biggest uh, shock was uh, the day everyone left and I came out of the room in the morning and I looked down the hall and fourth McSweeney which is typically uh, the more uh, lively floor of the the seminary uh, was completely empty and quiet and uh, that's when I turned around and went back on my computer and said can I really not go back home (laughs) Uh, but uh, it was it was a lot quieter, and there were a lot of adjustments that I had to make to my to my schedule. But as far as the conditions were concerned, uh, it was the same. And I'm sleeping at the dining hall, and uh, so yeah, the living conditions have been very good actually. And uh, I have the whole gym to myself, whole gym to yourself, the whole floor to myself, whole floor to yourself. Yeah, and it's a common bathroom, but now I have the whole bathroom, <laughs> the bathroom to, to myself. Now that for those of you who don't know, that's quite a treat. So, yes. For most of our seminarians. Yeah. And Joel, how, how you're on, you do have one person. Oh, yeah. On your floor. <laughs> I've got the honor of having Monsignor Cummins. Monsignor as my, Cummins. That's my yes. floor mate. Yes. yes. This is yes. one of the crowded floors. The crowded floors. <laughs> yes. One of the crowded floors. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's pretty much the same as Jacob had said. Uh, at first, when I heard that all the seminarians had to leave and it was just Jacob and me that we had to stay back, I thought, yeah, we could manage it. It's going to be okay. But the day after all the seminarians had left, and when I saw the empty corridor, that's when it really hit me. And uh, it was pretty hard to digest, and uh, it really became upset. I went to the chapel, and I remember I was just praying, what's going on? How am I going to manage the, for the next two months without all the seminarians, how the semester is going to wrap up? 
But then slowly, after making a timetable, within a week or two, we got adjusted. Jacob and me, we kind of uh, uh, made a timetable and we followed it and it went for pretty fine, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah, you guys have been very even helpful around here, too. Um, we've been trying to keep up. Of course, we have a mass schedule and uh, uh, Jacob and Joel have been serving the masses, reading at the masses. Um, we've been keeping them busy, too, as some of you might have noticed when we did our um, graduation ceremony and our evening prayer. Uh, they helped set all that up, and uh, Jacob was the mastermind behind the technology, and, and Joel was featured uh, by being the uh, reader and antiphoner. Um, so um, how is that? Let's talk a little bit about just the, the kind of schedule has been leading up to the end of the semester. Um, what, what were your classes like? Were they, were they mainly in, uh, you know, remote, all of them uh, synchronously or asynchronously? Were they, were they uh, a lot of recorded or not? And what was that like? Um, you know, we had two different situations, kind of, right? Joelle, you were, had more philosophy and uh, had some of the undergrad uh, university professors. And Jacob would have had some of our theology professors. So what was that like? What was that experience like? Well, it was an interesting experience. Uh, I would definitely say it was challenging. It was not easy. And uh, the online classes were definitely, uh, it, was, it was working. I mean, I can see that it was necessary and that had to be done at that situation. But I definitely prefer the uh, person-to-person classes. Uh, but still, for, on the philosophy side, it was definitely challenging. There were classes that had live sessions where all the students had to uh, join for Zoom and uh, meet the professor and we would discuss about the readings that we had done. And there were some classes that were recorded uh, where the professor would have us to read the books uh, beforehand and uh, make us do assignments and discuss on the answers that we had done. So all in all, it did work. We all made it through in the end and uh, I hope it won't happen again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, all uh, of us hope that. But it was was an interesting period and uh, it was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for us, uh, for our class, it was about the same. Uh, we had a combination. Some professors did live classes where all of it, the whole class would zoom in and uh, he would give us a lecture, uh, which was nice uh, because we, we got to see each other. So that's always nice. Uh, we had other classes where uh, they were pre-recorded and we could you know, play the videos whenever we wanted to. There were other classes where uh, there was a combination of the two, where we had uh, pre-recorded lectures, but then once a week we would meet and have discussion sessions, mm-hmm. uh, which was which was also nice because I guess one of the big things was you get to see everyone in these, yeah. when you have the live sessions, right. which is right. which is always uh, refreshing. Right. Right. Um, right. And then uh, we still had uh, exams in all our classes except one, uh, and uh, it went well. But like Joel, yeah, it was. Uh, it was a good experience, uh, but uh, I definitely prefer the in-person. <laughs> in-person learning. Yeah, the in-person learning. And especially, I guess, for me, my kind of style of learning is I walk over to the, the next guy's room and say, hey, how's this assignment going? And, and, and then try to figure out what he's doing and then have him help me figure out what I'm doing. Right, right. right, right. Uh, but yeah, I, I, so that, that was a bit of an adjustment for me, but it was still, it was still good. And then our, our spiritual life here at the seminary certainly continued. We had masses every day, but uh, there were more priests than there were seminarians. Yes. There must have been nine or ten at certain days, priests, and just the two of you. And uh, we had the two sisters, the Vietnamese sisters, uh, and um, Sister Lewis as well, who came down. Uh, they were the, you guys were the congregation, but um, did you ever get tired of setting up for mass and being the lector and 
um, doing all those things, you know, just uh, on time and getting all that done every single day rather than just one day a week or being assigned uh, a server every once in a while? Uh, I, I, I definitely wouldn't say I got tired of it. Uh, I think it was, uh, I used, I would look forward to it every morning. It was, it was a very nice way to start the day. Uh, it was, uh, I would say in the, in the whole, in the whole experience, that was one thing that kind of kept reminding me that this is, you're, you're in the seminary, uh, you know, being in the same chapel at the same time every morning, setting up for mass, uh, serving and then coming back. Uh, and then starting the day with breakfast and whatnot. That was that was a nice consistent thing to have even through the the transition. Right. Uh, so and even now after the semester is over, uh, we still have mass every day and we're still serving every day. And it's it's not a burden at all. It's actually quite easy. Uh, it it also removed a lot of the the mystery behind the lectures and the serving because if, when you first come to seminary, it just looks so complicated what everyone is right. doing with it. But then after you do it, you know, every day for, for a few weeks, yeah. you realize it's actually, it's not very, it's not very hard when you know what to do. Right. <laughs> and well, just having become, you, it yeah. might even seem more complicated to you when you arrived. And oh, now yeah. this has given you so much experience. <laughs> yeah. You know that sacristy here in St. Bernard's inside and out. Uh, well, yeah. I remember the first time when I was going to serve, I, I, was, I did say to the priest, please forgive me if I make any mistakes. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they, were, they were really helpful. And uh, Jacob, too, was really helpful in telling me what to do and what not to do. Right. So it was, it, as Jacob said, it was really helpful and it was a good reminder that uh, what we are here to do is to be priests. And uh, the first day, the first thing to do in the day is attend Mass. And we were so grateful to be having the opportunity to see Mass itself and to be surrounded with priests, to have a lot of priests and uh, their spiritual experiences shared to us in the homilies. So that was really mm-hmm. a really good experience for us. Yeah, yeah, good. Well, you haven't had the opportunity to return home, as most of our seminarians have. Um, Many of them were able to get back into parishes, but still close to their families. You've been rather distant from family, from your diocese, um, and even your community. You're both members of the Community of Grace. Um, How have you been able to keep up contact with uh, all of those people, whether it's family, whether it's the the Apostolic Vicariate, and the community? Have you been able to, to do that? Yeah, uh, so I'm in touch with the community very often. Uh, so that's through uh, phone calls, through Zoom, WhatsApp. Uh, so there's people I, I talk to on a regular basis uh, at about the same time every day too. Good. Uh, just uh, just to keep in touch, and you know, to, it's uh, it's been a big help for me, especially at this time, to be able to even though physically be so far away from these people who I love so much, uh, to be able to be close. Uh, spiritually and then digitally, you know, through the through the phone, uh, and even from a from a, a bigger community perspective, we uh, during Lent we met uh, almost every day uh, as a community on Zoom, where we'd have you know up to sixty, seventy people wow. in one meeting, and wow. and Brother Brulee, who's the head of the community, would give a little reflection just for. 20 minutes or so mm-hmm. uh, so that was nice it's, it's always nice to see everyone and then to be able to kind of share uh, spiritually in that way is yeah. uh, is uh, a big blessing and it's something we've never done before so it was uh, gave us the opportunity to try out something like that yeah and we've gotten so used to it I think um, those kinds of patterns of communication are probably going to be able to continue yeah they should yeah. yeah now that we've uh, gotten kind of experts at it and, yes. and the ease with which we now do it so why not 
And what about family, Joel? Did you have you been able to keep up with your family? Well, yeah, uh, that's one of the things that uh, have increased uh, so far. Mm-hmm. I remember when uh, I joined seminary, I used to only contact with my family once or twice in two weeks or three weeks. Mm-hmm. But now, after the lockdown, and since no one's here around, uh, it has increased to twice or thrice every week. Wow! Yeah, good, great, great. Yeah, that's great. So I've been keeping mm-hmm. in touch with, with my family back in India. So in India, it's complete lockdown. They're they're not even allowed to step out of their homes. So they're still that way. Still at this it's point. Still, it's still that way. Wow. So uh, it's always nice for me to keep a check on them, how they're doing, how their health is uh, going on. So it, yeah. it was really nice. Yeah. So yeah. there's a constant touch with them. Yeah. Wonderful. Good. And I know you've been in contact with the the bishop, your bishop. Uh, he's even emailed me once or twice. Yeah. I had to assure them that you were doing well, the two of you. Um, uh, so what about, now that you were the only ones here, um, what was life like and how has it been living with all of these priests? <laughs> I mean, there's just us here. Uh, what, was that, what was that like and have you? Well, uh, I think, uh, uh, yeah, especially after this pandemic had started, uh, but according to my experience, I've, I've been able to see the lighter side of the priests. Uh, because uh, before, uh, when the courses was going on, when the seminarians were here, most of our conversations were with the seminarians mm-hmm. than with the priests. We would only see the priests in classes or in mass when they're saying homily. So we would only see them, the spiritual leaders or spiritual figures. Mm-hmm. But now we see the lighter side, we see them joyful, their happy side. So it's, it's really nice to see them in that uh, sort. And we can see, well, I could see the concerned, uh, how concerned they were of us, and they used to always ask us of how the other seminarians are doing, how our classes were going, how their parents were doing, what's their parish life like, is is any of them facing any difficulty? So you could see how concerned they, they were too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, great. Now I'm sure some of the seminarians that might be listening to this might wonder what's going on on campus, like what was Patriot Hall like? Um, what was it like just walking to, to campus? They may not know that the library was closed. A lot of things were, were closed up. Um, was the food still good? I mean, those kinds of things. <laughs> what, how was that? Yeah, it's been great. Like, uh, so the dining hall, uh, while the semester was going on, there was, I want to say, 10 or 12 other students who were on campus. Uh, so there, there wasn't a big crowd there. Uh, you know, I, no I think lines? There were no lines. No lines. Uh, <laughs> I hope we, the seminarians heard that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we had to wear our masks every time we entered the, the you know food serving area. I mean, we could take it off to eat, which was a relief. That's a big one. Yeah, yeah, it's very hard to eat with the masks on. Uh, but uh, as far as the food quality is concerned, I think it was even better than usual because now it was all, you know, um, almost made to order. We had steaks more than once where wow. we would go to the counter and they'd ask us you know how would you like it cooked well done medium wow. you know those kinds of things uh we would decide the menu with them so i would be talking <laughs> to mitch say hey what's for lunch tomorrow you'd be like oh we're thinking of you know this this pasta i was like oh why don't we go with like quesadillas you know what do you think about it it's like yeah we can do quesadillas and then we did change the menu based on kind of what so it was actually very it was uh, we've been living a little bit of a luxurious life here <laughs> but uh, I think uh, even they created some new uh, menus for us yeah. something yeah. like breakfast pizzas yeah that was, that was awesome. amazing yeah. <laughs> what are they what, what, breakfast pizzas yeah yeah breakfast pizza 
So what is the difference between that and any other kind of pizza? Well, you put breakfast stuff on it. So you've got <laughs> eggs. Like Fruit Loops or something? No. <laughs> no. You've got <laughs> eggs, ham, bacon. Wow, jeez. Uh, tomatoes. Lots of cheese, tomatoes. Wow. And, uh, and the foam pizza. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You guys might have started a new trend here at the Mount. Yeah, no, I told them. I said, hey, you got to start making these tricks pizzas during the semester, too. And they said, we're we're in discussion about the the, the various uh, additions they could make to the menus. (laughs) Yes, They could try them first on you and then see how that goes. And, of course, that continues, too. You still are able to use your card even though the semester's over with. Yes. uh, Yeah, they're open um, for breakfast and lunch even now. uh, And then we get dinner to go. Right, dinner to go. Wonderful. Well, how about uh, some leisure activity? You've been able to get out and run. I think I just got an invitation today. You guys are going to take a hike. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tomorrow? Tomorrow with uh, yeah. Monsignor Cummings and Frontiero. We'll be. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go to an ordination tomorrow, so I'm oh, not going to be able to make gonna, it. That's uh, sad. <laughs> Maybe next week. I know it is sad. It's Philip Zabo's ordination. It's very oh. sad. <laughs> That's not sad. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's only becoming a deacon, so he's coming yeah. back. Yeah. Right. Um, but as far as leisure goes, yeah. So, uh, like Joel kind of mentioned earlier, the, the schedule has been the key to uh, getting through the whole uh, yeah. right. pandemic. So, uh, without the scheduled classes being, uh, you know, given to you, you've got to make your own schedule. And so in that schedule, we had schedule in some leisure, so well, leisure. Uh, we go to the gym almost every day, uh, sometimes together, sometimes separately. Uh, we go for walks almost every day in the evenings. Uh, we watch Jeopardy every weekday with... Uh, with someone that loves Jeopardy. With someone who loves someone. Jeopardy. <laughs> yes, by the uh, gross. Yeah, and then I, I've got a cycle here, and I go cycling every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, We've seen a couple of movies together. We've seen a few movies yeah. together. Yes, Alfred Hitchcock. Saturdays are Hitchcock days. Hitchcock. So Saturday evening, we, we got Alfred Hitchcock. Foils War, the Foils TV War. show. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. There's quite a lot uh, of TV activity going on. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think in every Sundays we used to go to hiking for hiking to. Oh, that's right. We go uh, up the Indian, the Indian lookout. lookout. Oh, real all the way up the mountain. Yeah. 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 And we do our evening prayer there. Oh, oh well, great, oh, yeah. wonderful. That is a bit of a hike. I've been up there a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's very nice. Yeah. 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 There's nobody there. I think there's nobody there most of the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think so, too. Yes. I hope so. But it's, uh, but it's a beautiful, uh, beautiful little hike, and uh, Indian Lookout does have quite, quite the view. Right, right. Famous folks. So uh, these are some leisure things we do. Yeah. Well, one of the things that the seminarians said to me that they missed most being away from the mount is the the mount the beautiful area that we we live in? You guys have been able to yeah. be here, yeah, and, uh, and especially in a beautiful too, time. Yes, exactly. The, the yeah. weather has been fantastic, so yeah. the yeah. the walks have been really good. And now that there's less people on campus, too, a lot of the animals come out. A lot of them. <laughs> a lot, you got yes. that right. So you know, the squirrels walking, are taking over the place. The, the, the squirrels <laughs> are getting right. bolder and bolder yes. every day, yeah. uh, and uh, the deer. So I mean, I'm going on the the uh, the Nuncio Trail. Uh, the deer come out a lot closer to the to the trail. Uh, mm. There's one evening I went out and there was at least like 20 deer just grazing on the. Wow. Yeah, I didn't even know there were that many around. Mm. Uh, there's lots of rabbits. There's some possums. There's, there's groundhogs, squirrels, squirrels. Groundhogs. A lot of birds. I've noticed more cardinals this year than yeah, ever. Yeah, that's true. Than yeah. ever. Lots yeah. of cardinals. Lots of robins. Lots of yeah. larks. 
I'm not sure if they're larks. I just call them larks. Well, there's mockingbirds, and maybe the mo- they they're the ones that attack you. Yeah, you look, uh, out, for those, look out for those birds. <laughs> yeah, you know. so it's actually quite, it's very beautiful. You feel, it feels yeah. a little surreal here when you go for the walks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so really uh, nice. it's it's been beautiful here. It really has. Uh, the biggest thing I'm missing is just this is not. It, it just feels sometimes this is not where you're supposed to be in the summer, you know, because mm, yeah. the, the summer is right. usually it's a, a whole s- mental switch from yeah. like seminary life to community and vicariat and, and it's kind of hectic and yeah. uh, there's lots of work to do with the retreats or uh, whatever. There's all sorts of work that comes up, which is very different from seminary work. So it's just, it's, uh, I'm in a different place now at this, this time. So that, but uh, yeah, just trying to make the best of it. Yeah, and, and it really is a privilege. It's, it's a, it's a beautiful place, and uh, there's a lot of uh, beautiful things to see. Yeah, yeah, and that's really the the motto: is to make the best of it with God's yeah. grace. This is the situation He's given us. This is the time in which we can become better disciples. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, and another honestly. thing I just mentioned is uh, the, the ability to still have. Uh, spiritual direction and formation advising mm. uh, I think it's been, it, for me has been a big blessing yeah. uh, because my formation advisor and spiritual director are still here right, uh, right. and so we schedule those like usual and uh, to be able to talk with these people even during this time mm-hmm. uh, has been very helpful and uh, yeah. very beneficial for me so. and you've had that in person too yeah, in person, person, yeah. yeah. and, and yeah. there's I don't, I don't know if there's any other seminary who has that, yeah. that privilege yeah. this time yeah. so, so that's great but what do you miss then the most? What would you say, each of you? What what would you kind of miss, even though you're here? But what what is it that you miss the most that has kind of changed the most, and you're hoping will get back to normal quickly? Well, for me, it's definitely the people and the seminarians. I definitely miss being with them, speaking with them, doing activities with them. I definitely miss miss that the most, and I hope them to be back soon. Yeah. <laughs> me too. That's, that's the most. Yeah. 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 I have to say the same thing. Uh, the people is the biggest thing I miss. Uh, one of the priests was asking me earlier, you know, not if, if you're going to be here the whole summer, do you think you're going to get tired of being here when we roll into the fall and then all of a sudden you have to be here again for another whole semester? I said, no, because it's going to be completely different in it the will. fall. Yes, right. I said, as soon as, soon as I see the other seminarians, it's going to be, everything's going to be brand new again. Right, and, uh, and yes. uh, so... So I, I'm, I have no uh, fears about having to stay here an extra time because at least for me the the big thing is in any place is not the place it's it's the people the people make all the difference right um, and so uh, yeah the people is is what I'm missing the most and probably now more than uh, normally is uh, my community back in Dubai and in India uh, who I would normally have gotten to see now mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and then uh, my family is also. Uh, you know, I would probably have gotten to see them too. So, right, right. Uh, those are the things that I probably miss the most. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm sure if the seminarians were here right now, and if uh, with this warm climate now, I'm sure all of them would have taken us to Mr. G's. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> Mr. G's. Plenty of time. Yes, <laughs> yes. No, it's ice yes. cream season. It is ice cream season. I wonder if they have takeout. Uh. <laughs> yeah, melt out is right. <laughs> Yeah, we're hopefully, I mean, as, as in most places in the United States, things are beginning to open up again, but it's just going to take some time both here and throughout the United States, and then we'll see what happens, too. Yeah. We still have to keep an eye on those um, unfortunate measures and benchmarks. If, they, if it begins to worsen, we've got to be 
then uh, ready for a little tighter restrictions. And yeah. yeah. So we'll see what happens. But we are preparing, certainly, to be open and running uh, come August uh, here at the Mount and throughout the both seminary and at the university. So good. Yeah. We're, we're ready to go. Uh, it will involve, uh, at least for the first semester, a number of the normal restrictions that we're getting used to, six feet distancing and washing of hands and masks. And um, we're going to have to limit um, the number of people in certain areas and rooms yeah. um, just to keep, uh, you know, the... the actual social distancing um, effect in, in, in effect. So, well, guys, it's been great to have you, the two of you here. It's really been a lot of fun. Yeah, thank you. Um, well, it's been fun to be able to help a lot of the priests, too. Yeah. So I've been able to get my hands on a lot of technical things. Yeah, you've got Father Gross in the 21st century. Now. That's right. He's, he's the most advanced he's, priest. He's the most right advanced now. technological priest that can be. His room is all set up. He's all set up. Yeah. Yeah. In the morning, we're not quite sure if it's an avatar of Father Gross or if it's really, really him. We're not quite sure. Yeah. Uh, no, that's great. Well, any last, any kind of last words that you want to address even to our audience, whether it's the other seminarians or seminary community or. You know, people are benefactors and families that listen in. Um, or maybe even there might be your own families uh, as well from, from India or the community or others that uh, might be listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think uh, all I have to say is don't lose hope. Uh, just, uh, yeah, don't, even if it's a situation where you can't move around, just try to be active. Uh, try to reach out with people. We've got technology, we've got phone, we've got the means to do video calls. Keep in touch, uh, be open and be share, share with everyone how you're feeling and be concerned about others. Try to comfort them and uh, try to be good and affectionate at this period of time. Yeah, it's so needed today. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't know what to add to that. That's, uh, I think that's perfect. You know, don't lose hope. Things are well. We're keeping well, uh, and uh, at least for me, one thing I've learned, and I think I keep relearning this every semester, uh, uh, the the importance of having a schedule. So it mm-hmm. it really when you when you think you don't have anything to do, make a schedule, and you'll have something to do, <laughs> and just follow it. And the kind of, the schedule kind of pulls you through the day, right. uh, and uh, and before you know it, and and. You know, you in that schedule, you add everything. You add your leisure, you add your spiritual life, you add your work and uh, your meals and everything. And, uh, and before you know it, you you're actually living a pretty, a pretty holistic life. Holistic life, good life, and a life that can be offered to God. Yeah. You know? yeah. Having yeah. a schedule really does help us offer to God the best. Yes. Yeah. And time is one of His greatest gifts to us, and we can be good stewards of it by using it, using it well. Yeah. yeah. Right? Even our Lord is complimented in the gospel by his enemies. You have done all things well. You know, Benny only affected. You've done all things well. So if he does things well, we should do them well as well. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yes. Well, great, guys. It's great to have this conversation with you. I think our time is about up. I want to thank all those in our audience that have joined us um, on this episode of Shepherd's Gate to listen to Joel and to Jacob. Um, certainly, I would join um, all of us in saying to you that uh, you are in our prayers. We ask you to pray for us, pray for the Mount, pray for Jacob and Joel and all the seminarians, pray for those that are beginning the application process and that will be part of our family next year. Um, pray for the Mount as a whole that we can continue our ministry of priestly formation 
to send down from Mary's mountain these holy and self-sacrificial shepherds for the people of God in order to light a fire on the earth for the salvation of souls. So, Joel, Jacob, God bless you. Thank you very much, and God bless everyone. You're welcome.